the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. Hello and welcome. I am Ernesto here playing Truco. I'm Michael with Dorlin. I'm Ellie as Captain Dana. I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. Welcome to Savage Tales of Eberron, Mourners of Lazar campaign. And I'd like to welcome in our new player in the group as well. I'm Jaime. I will be potentially this session playing Kay. Welcome, I don't Jaime. know if I should do more of an introduction than that, but <laughs> we'll get to know me as the games progress. Thanks for listening, everyone. And so, again, to start off this week, except for Kay's character, since he has not joined the party yet. Listen, everybody, answer, uh, describe an event from your life that had such a huge impact on you that it actually changed the direction your life took. Um, you could, I mean, I could go for the easy route, right? Um, we could, I could go for, for the morning or I could go for the reason why I left Metro, uh, given that I was kind of, I don't know, I basically have slept with the wrong woman and that got me into trouble and i had to escape the city uh but i wouldn't say that's the that's the most impactful things that happened to me i would say the leading to that was and i will have to go back um i mean that's a moment that i deeply regret right uh but that i was already in a direction a new direction in my life because before i was directionless. I, I, I didn't have any course of action. Uh, I was just trying to survive on patrol and was just trying to um, just get my way into the city and try to uh, just, I don't know, do my best uh, for this world that apparently didn't give me, didn't give a shit about me and <laughs> didn't give me anything. And I'd have to took it to take things from it. So I was there in patrol. And just escaping from things um, until I got into, uh, I had to sneak into building, and I remember just entering into this uh, match of Kraksha, the, 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 this play that this game that I heard that other shifters play. Um, that I I didn't know about it, but I never tried, right? And I hadn't, I didn't have many shifter friends with me at the time. Uh, and then I see a bunch of other shifters there here in Metro, which is was amazing. And then I got to see the person that eventually changed the direction in my life, uh, which was Lancia. Uh, just looking at her, uh, playing swiftly, uh, taking actions, being so decisive in the moment of play and seeing everyone else play in conjunction and, and as a team. And I wanted to be part of that. Um, and from that point, I, I kind of sneak into the game, uh, started playing out of nowhere with them. Uh, and I surprised 
to myself. I mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I, I, I knew that I would be the best. And I instantly, it's just something like, you know, when you are, when you are this good and this, like, you have this power of just getting to know things and being the best at them, right? Um, I was pretty good at the start and I keep being that good. So that's why they pick me up as part of the team. Uh, but before that, I did have, didn't have any rec uh, direction. And now, at that moment, I started to do have a direction in life. Uh, and I was quite happy. It went to shit later, but still. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties with Zoom here. Uh, let me jump back in the line real quick. Yeah, sure. sure. You can go there, Dana? Yeah. Trico, you never told me Lancia was one of the players. You just said she was some nobleman's daughter. That was that was leaving out a heck of a story, and I'm going to hold you to the rest of it over a drink once we hit Regalport at last. Um, wow, an event that changed the direction of my life. I've I've talked your ear off about um about let's call it what it is the murder of of my husband Mazzello, um, and how that got me out here at the Lazar ultimately with all of you, but really when it it was a different death uh, many years before I met Maz, that that changed everything, and that was the death of my father, Jorn Moreno. You know, like I've told you, it was just me and him on the farm out in the middle of nowhere with our two dozen neighbors and uh, and the cow and the chickens. And when he when he died, I was 16 and it just came out of nowhere. Um, there was just something something wrong with him and that was that. And I didn't realize that I'd been really waiting for an excuse to leave Pine Watch. Um, you know, Papa didn't want me to to go to Metrol and join up. Uh, Torlin definitely didn't want me to go to Metro and join up. Um, yeah, but when my father died, I just, uh, that was it. I guess that was the first time I, uh, I ran away from where everyone else expected me to be. Well, it wasn't the last, but if it hadn't been for, for that happening when it did, um, I'd probably have still been there with him when the morning happened. <laughs> So, well, I guess you can say the bright side is at least one of us made it out. And I became a soldier. I became a wife. Now I'm neither. Now I'm a sea captain. <laughs> life's, uh, life's funny that way. And all because of one unexpected change that no one could have seen coming. Well, in the lifespan of a dwarf, there's... Uh... If you live the way a, a dwarf is supposed to, there's supposed to be a great number of life-changing events, uh, such as when you're sent out adulthood to see the world and find your occupation. Uh, so there are a great number that I could go into, but uh, by and far the most important one would have to be not actually the start of the war, but uh, the sack of Thalanthorpe my village that I had grown up in. You see, at the time, that was part of 
thrain of a hundred years ago uh, of the late eight hundreds and I had been part of the the Mariners at the time out on the Scion Sea and I remember sitting there on the wharf and hearing from Alistar, one of our couriers that uh, the Thranish infantry had commenced a blitz into the interior relit and uh, my heart sinking at that moment and later on when I had heard that uh, one of my sons had perished in the attack and the estrangement that my partner and I could never uh, get over after that well that was what really drove me to stay in the army for as long as I did. Thank you. Uh, I believe Truco is doing our session recap from last session. Oh, sure, sure. Um, well, let's see. What happened last session? Last session, I believe, we were in the middle of a chase. We were just not in a chase made by ourselves, but rather being chased by, by others. Um, Truco, you know, he got into uh, an old friend got to escape from the city and uh, um, I believe Dana later told us that uh, she was uh, with Patch and they were being a f uh, follower pursued at one point by uh, robbers of the same kind but then the police got involved and they, they the police, the guards I mean, they, I mean they could be considered a police but uh, being followed by them and then they got to escape as well as we um, after that we successfully exited uh, Clavescrift uh, scrape. yeah, sorry the name uh, Cliff Scrape, there we go uh, and so us with the uh, renewed crew of the Cran and Bell uh, with new members, some of whom we have uh, helped, some of whom we have negotiating agreements to be there, uh, like Lorena, uh, and then we set sail to Regalport. At last, we, we were just waiting for that one, in a way. Uh, during the sail, uh, we got time to talk, time to learn. Uh, Truka got in some trouble, just being a boat train. The role occupying the boat of Boatswain and just asking uh, Dana for some leadership advice, which he gratefully took and tried to apply. Maybe good, yeah, maybe not, but he still tried to learn. Um, later, uh, Dana started to unfold his uh, some will say conspiracy theory, but I don't. I don't want to go there. But just, just exposing some um, possible truths about um, Rieger Irwinar. I don't. Know, I'm butchering that name probably. Uh, and her, his uh, um, possible um, uh, connections with Sire, in a way. Uh, after that. Uh, Torwen uh, Sendara come to us, uh, expressing the need to leave the crew in pursuit of other interests. And Torwen uh, started wondering what was all that about. With all his years behind and his insight, got to know that it was a matter of the heart, um, which him tries to still understand. Or maybe we will see later when we get to reach Regal Port, which we are 
somewhat about to in this session. <laughs> Thank you for that. <clears throat> so you guys, uh, the Crown and Bell arrives into Regal Port in the evening on the 6th of Therendor. Um, the setting sun casts a crimson reflection off the uh, Regal Port Bay. Uh, the water's rippling in the wake as you're following in a Zalargo trade ship. In the distance, you can see the city nestled in a protective bay. Um, there's a handful of ivory towers that raise up from the city proper, some cliff sides. Um, you know, there's lengthy stretches of boardwalks and docks um, of a very vast expanse, much larger than cliff scrape, ricketties, um, <clears throat> most of the places that you've been in, in quite some time. Um, you can even see kind of coming up from the center of the docks, kind of in a little bit, you can see a big multi-storied uh, uh, building that's in there that's kind of crowned with a uh, gold dragon. You can tell it's a gold dragon in that's here in Regal Port. It's very rare to see a dragon mark house or enclave here in the uh, Lazar. <clears throat> um, you know, and across to the uh, port side, you know, there's a very large, wide stretch of boardwalks that spans uh, at least a mile, and it's the famed Pirate Exchange. That's uh, a multi-story galleria that's, you know, even despite the late hour of the day, is just bustling with people uh, that you can see moving to and fro. Um, you hear all sorts of market din, uh, animals and heated negotiations and all that kind of stuff like that carrying across the bay. Uh, it's a huge number of ships that line the docks with uh, one in particular that kind of stands out among them, kind of like uh, a half-orc in a gnome tea party. Uh, it's the Dragon Eye, you know, it's the flagship of High Prince Rhaegar's uh, fleet that he has in here. Uh, its hull is finished in some mithril plating, kind of makes it look like a scaly hide of a dragon. Um, and it, you know, in that sense, it just really kind of resembles a gargantuan dragon riding the waves, uh, much larger than many of the other sea vessels uh, that you've ever seen. It's a very impressive vessel. Um, and with that, you all kind of come into the docks. Um, you know, <clears throat> early on as you kind of come in, uh, you know, Sandara comes up to Dana and just, you know, she clearly has her gear with her. And, you know, ready to depart and whatnot. And she nods at you and says, you know, then thank you for saving my life. It's not something I, I will ever forget, you and everyone. Uh, thank, thank you again for your offer of having me on your crew and all that I could do for help and, and rescuing. Hey, I'm glad we got rid of the Cloud Reavers. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad we got rid of them too. Listen, I'm not going to pry where your path is taking you, but if you get into trouble, and you need some help, look me up, okay? And I hold my hand out to her. Uh, and she puts her hand out and she says, definitely, thank you. She shakes her hand. Yeah. <clears throat> and now onto the, onto the docks then. Um, yeah, what's uh, what's your overall goal and in, intent in, in here in Regal Port? Where are you guys heading to? Do you plan on staying someplace besides the ship? Uh, stay on the ship? Uh, there is a uh, 10 gala for docking fee uh, to dock at the ports. That is mm -hmm. expensive. Hold. Oh. Trugas had something in mind, but ah. then he 
he got out of the docks and saw these there, sheep and he was like there's a little gnome there with a very yeah. manicured mustache and, and beard and a little top hat that actually has a little bird kind of circling it and everything and he hears you pipe up that and goes welcome to go to port verge or something i don't care <laughs> no we'll be we'll be docking here it's it's all right, Truco. Uh, pay the man out of the ship's stores. Um, I'm I'm looking around on the docks to see if my contact in Recall Port, my friend who works on the docks, is anywhere to be found. Uh, the docks are huge. You would have to go seek him out. Uh, I mean, it's not just like a small area. Regal Port clearly has some of the largest docks yeah. in the Lazar, stretching, so, you know, half right. mile or more. And there's right, so the matter of that uh, that tavern that we need to go visit. Oh, I've forgotten the name already. So I'll, you know, kind of gather up with, with Torlin and Truco and say, <clears throat> all right, what order do you want to do this in? feel like we should uh, give perhaps some kind of warning to Roger that we're coming, but no warning to the to that tavern whatsoever. Mm, I mean, I don't. I believe I have uh, have some some contacts here. But I mean, we are on your leave. Uh, to, I mean, what do you think we should we should we should go first to the tavern? We should send some notice first. What do you what I do you believe? That, I think that High Prince Roger will still be here when we're done at the tavern. Torlin, if Hersham is as anxious as you. As you say, he is. Sounds like it might be a best bet to seek him out as soon as possible. Uh, well, I honestly don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, I'm not. I'm thinking, you know, that we were just a couple of couple of nobodies that just happened to be press gained into, uh, you know, at the wrong tavern. I'm Indeed. thinking about how. Do you think that word has traveled here already uh, of a possible mutiny aboard, uh, you know? That's what I'm hoping to find I out. My my friend Marin works along the docks here. I want to go find him before before heading out and see what he's heard or what the scuttlebutt is around town. I mean, I certainly hope not, right? Um, Rigid is, why not? has a reputation why? to take. Oh, no, but... If I'm understanding Torlin right, maybe folks have heard that a prize was taken from the Cloud Reavers. Um, but I mean, yeah, yeah, I, but yeah, particularly here, I'm I'm just sorry, I'm just not aware of the factions here at the Regal Port. Cloud oh, River the sea dragons isn't... own this port. Yeah, and they are no friend to Mika Rockface. Oh, so it's good for us to get notice here then. That's what I'm it's, getting. Well, as far as who's running the joint, it's good. Uh, everyone comes here, my friend, um, including Cloud Reavers, as you saw. But oh, look, why don't we? Why don't we find my guy on the ground? He's always here when stuff's coming and going. See what? See if maybe he's heard something. Yeah. That sounds like a good first step to me, and if that doesn't work out, well, if we're looking for some of the information about the seedier elements in town, and perhaps uh, getting involved in some seedy business might be the way to go to pick up some of those rumors, like uh, gambling, for instance. 
Oh, yeah. Sound like something you might be up to, uh, Truco. I mean, yes, certainly. I can. Sir, I mean, I will. I will he picked react up to a that. few things from that gnome Conkabar before he took off, didn't he? Um, picked up is a funny word. A funny couple of words. I will say. No, he robbed me. Basically, I mean, I was. I, I wanted <laughs> to play the game, but he just. Uh, that, that gnome. That, well, I, I well, don't want. To, you know. Uh, he he he's no longer with us, so I can say um, he's good with the cards and sleights of hands, which I will I will learn one day. Don't 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 tell me that you're going to cheat people. I I, I don't want to know. But do you want to go start uh, canvassing the taverns and well uh, well look for my friend or? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I have an idea. Hopper. Yeah. I will. I will go towards the the gnome that that you uh, did you describe, Philip, um, and give him two ex- two two extra galifers, and say, you know, if there is a good place here oh. for to, um, to, to the gnome, uh, and ask a, him if there is, yeah, just as awareness, so you can know. Um, yeah, you guys, if we go in for information, you can go to a specific source hoping that they may have it and they may not have okay. it networking in general is intending that you're going to spend the next few hours talking to multiple different sources to find out certain pieces of information that you may be looking for um uh so be aware of that if you know if you go to a source unless you're sure they have a particular point of information it may be a dead end uh, kind of and more mechanics meta perspective going the networking route you know, maybe starting here, going, you know, just kind of laying out various different places or or the way you might be networking would generally, um, I guess just the best way to say it, would move things along more. Uh, right. Because where you're going, you may not get your information, but a networking has more, it's kind of more broad net. Does that make sense? Um, and you could kind of even use the same intent of, um, you know, like there's the last location you found, you know, Hersham was, or you could just do some networking to see if anybody's heard of him, maybe find him in a different location or um, other places he may frequent besides just that one place. Or you can go to that place. That makes sense. And uh, there's a particular point I'd like to bring up, and that's that the coffers are running a little bit low. So whatever sort of information gathering we're doing, oh. it might need to be out of personal stores. <clears throat> Instantly, speaking of which... Um, we will certainly, we'll just take care of this now. Uh, you guys were transporting, uh, some wares for, uh, for Sindeth Hintram, uh, to ship, uh, three cargo spaces worth of fabrics, silks, rugs, and other textiles to, um, Alistar's Marvelous Emporium in the Pirate Exchange. Um, you know, and so over the course, that delivery of that would finish tomorrow, and you guys are getting, uh, 200 Galifars for that transport. Well, I had specifically called out back at the beginning that my guy loads and unloads ships. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to look for my contact here. Okay. And Truco, you want to talk to the gnome about anything specific, or are you looking? Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to give him like two more pieces of gold and, and ask for information of if if he he heard uh, where people go. Uh, the tavern that is most um, 
that has the most transit or a good place to gather information if one wants so. Plus, any information of, of uh, Riger, a prince, high prince. Um, where did he go? Where he's at the moment? Um, <clears throat> what kind of information are you looking for? I mean, I would I would ask him. I mean, one of your in your position, given that you have so much people passing through, passing by. Uh, if you, I don't know, if you know of a good place to play some games, gain some coins, um, to hear people talking, gather some information, all the all the good stuff that one wants to get from. Beautiful Regal Port, which I believe you. Uh, it's a nice city, as far as I, I can mean. Tell. There's the uh, Rusty Anchor. There's the uh, Minotaur's Milk. There's uh, the Toothy Grin. Um, and if you believe in those Dragon Mark establishments, there's the Gold Dragon Egg that you can go check out. All right, and I mean, because I mean, hopefully, other people is here, um, hearing this. Uh, cool, cool, cool. And and by the way, would you know like? This, uh, the High Prince, have have you, is he coming by to the port? Is he just always staying at his mansion fortress, whatever place he is in? He gives you kind of a weird look. He's like, I don't know, I just worked the docks here. What he's doing is High Princely stuff. All right, all right, just, just asking, just asking. Don't, don't mind the, don't mind the question. And if I will toss uh, one more galley for to him. Okay. Can you keep it keep it safe? Won't you? He's a uh, she. I'm she's keeping a it orally, keeping it working. Yeah. Move along now, son. You're bothering me. <laughs> all right, all right. By the kyber, that's a ship, and I want to look at the the ship that you meant you describe earlier. The dragon eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a truly impressive ship. It's huge and uh uh yeah Truco's gonna get really distracted by that okay uh for a moment before maybe following Torlin and uh yeah so Dana's heading off looking for um who's that again Marin yeah um roll me a uh d6 plus well I'll do it. A D6? I got it. Oh, you got it? Okay. Uh, it takes you a half an hour um, for you to find him. Uh, but, I mean, he's on the docks and loading, as you know. Like, yeah. boy, Dana, it's been a long time. It's been, been a little too long. How have you been? I'm s- Keeping busy. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I have a ship I mean, now. He kind of stops what he's doing and goes, what? I mean, you were just here, what, uh, six weeks ago? You, you barely had two two sovereigns to rub together. Well, you know I don't normally leave port without saying goodbye. Uh, didn't leave port of my own free will this time. Um, had a little incident with Mika Rockface, and uh, well, incident now I have a Incident with Mika Rockface? <laughs> and and uh, and now I'm the captain of my own ship because I didn't think she'd need it anymore. 
And a few things other a few other things happened, and I scratch at my face, and. Oh, he, he actually just reaches up and kind of grabs your face and like turns it into the light, you know, since Oy. it's nighttime and it's dark. It's just like, by the sovereigns, what? I never took you for a dragon mark blood. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> like I said, man, a lot's a lot's happened. But I'm glad to see that uh, that you're doing okay. Listen, um, have you? Uh, heard any scuttlebutt around port of uh has anyone mentioned Mika Rockface running into some uh trouble possibly involving a mutiny lately? Ah, so you got your ship through mutiny, huh? Stole it from the Cloud Ravers, huh? Earned it fair and square. Just like everyone else here. Can't say they've really hurt anything. Nothing's gotten around? Alright. Uh also uh, yeah, we're 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 hoping to find someone called Hershen the Unlucky. Um, I don't know how much time you spend at the Salty Dog, but if you hear anything, you know, let me know. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. And a, uh, I, I look around a little bit. Has has a ship called the uh, Song of Rome come into port? You know. The son of what? Song of Rome. Song of Rome? Uh, no, not not that I've heard. Nah, it's a long shot. <laughs> All right, Manuel. Snow. Is... Does that dwarf guy Bartram still run messages for the sea dragons? Uh, who? Bartram, that guy who's always coming around the tavern saying, hey, you know... So and so wants to see up at the up at the big house. <clears throat> I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. All right. Well, it's good to see you. We'll we'll catch up later, and I'll make sure to say bye before I leave this time. Uh, just just ask for Captain Dana from the Crown and Bell. Captain Dana now, huh? Captain Dana now. Like I said, it's uh it's been a busy six weeks. Oh, that's that's, oh. A, that's impressive. All right, well, I I gotta take care of some stuff. I'll say hi, Torlin, for you, yeah? Yeah, please do. I mean, he's here too, huh? Well, I mean, of course he's here. Of course he's here. Of course he's here. He, uh, he'll always always be coming around with me. Yeah, I can't imagine he's gonna leave you alone on a ship, huh? No, no, no. Why would you say that? Look, man, I gotta go. Um... It's, it's good seeing you. I'm glad things are still going okay. If I hear anything about this uh, Hersham the Unlucky, I'll, I'll see what I can find. Or if the Song of the Rhone comes into port, that's um, it's a personal matter. Sure. All right. And um, with that, um, if you want to cycle back to Troll and Truk where we meet up or whatever, on my way to meet yeah. up with them, yeah. I will do a bit of networking. I uh, <clears throat> wasn't exactly clear what Torlin was up to. Uh, networking through the gambling tables. He's going to hear what the local card sharps are talking about. Okay. Um, well, and what do you mean by what the local card sharps are talking about? What kind of information in particular are you looking for? Uh, well, I'm looking for information about any underhanded dealings, uh, especially around our 
locale that we're inquiring about, the Salty Dog and Baron Tavern, where Dorlin and Dana were uh, thumped over the head with the billy club. And uh, if there's smuggling activities going on, potentially related to uh, other principalities, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> okay, that's a very broad subject. Yeah, I'll present myself as it were, looking for work uh, in these sorts of things. Uh, looking for some uh, anybody who's interested in some smuggling. So you're you're looking for some work then? Is that what you, is that what you're trying to get at? Uh sort of. I'm fishing for information. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're fishing information about uh, the salty dog, in the end. Um, I'm just kind of looking for more directive because, I mean, of course there's smuggling going on in Regal Port. Um, so uh, just asking around for smuggling, I'm not sure what it is that you're looking for. Well, neither am I at the moment, being totally honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, They're just looking for quests. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, or uh, Trug is probably looking for a tavern also with, with Tolan uh, with the uh, to, towards that is there um, anything in there about looking for Hersham yeah yeah I'd be uh, I'd throw the name across the table see if any any particular dwarves have been losing money at the gambling table as uh, that's one of Hersham's vices and uh, are you spending any money trying to uh Grease any wheels? Uh, uh, yeah, I sure would be. Now, as a uh, dwarf who's been around a few docks, uh, I haven't spent a whole lot of time in Regal Porter. Maybe I have. I don't. Uh, the player doesn't really recall. But um, if I were to try and secure some more information and maybe keep things quiet, how much would I be looking to spend? Ah. Uh or lose across the gambling table, we'll say. Uh, give me a common knowledge check minus two. Well, good thing I'm pretty good at common knowledge. Uh, that's a three, and I'll re-roll it. Uh, that's going to be a ten. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, it ultimately kind of depends on, like, how important it is to you to get that information. Just looking for somebody, Hersham. You know, I mean, throwing around five or ten Galifers would probably be enough. Um, uh, you know, just lo looking in depth into what's going on in the Salty Dog uh, and the Baron uh, on the down low. You know, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, I would say that uh, Torlin would probably be willing to spend up to five Galifers. It's kind of a tricky thing with us discussing this beforehand, and it's like. I never really know how much I'm going to need to spend, so that's why I ask. Well, and that's part of the thing about networking is you get to decide how much to spend, and based on how much you spend determines the modifier you get, and that depends on the crowd you're talking to, the kind of information you're giving, so there's a whole bunch of variables at play that I'm not necessarily going to tell you. Right. All right, five Galifiers, final answer. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check uh, plus one. And uh, I don't think I'm known as a bard here, so or heroic status, so just normal persuasion. Yeah, heroic status definitely wouldn't work. Um, uh, that's a four. Anything different on a raise? 
Ray's always, you know, we'll get you more information. Okay. So that's a basic yeah, I'll, success. I'll that'll go get for you, a raise. That'll get you some of what you're looking for. Uh, we'll spend one more Benny. I don't want to be high and dry here. That's an eight. So um, you find out that, um, you know, the salty dog in the barren is, it's still kind of in the docks area, but it's in the slums district of Regalport, um, which is very dangerous, crime-ridden in general, very dilapidated. Uh, the guard there is only very light. Um, there's a lot of uh, shit that goes down there in general anyways, right? Um, it is not unheard of for various different principalities to perhaps um, stage some press ganging there. Uh, you haven't heard of anything recently within uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, you don't get anything of that nature. Um, but uh, in general, you don't get the sense of, uh, how should we say, um, any recent heightened uptick in criminal activity in the Salty Dog and Baron. Um, there's just like a common baseline of what you can expect there regularly, right? It's kind of what you pick up on. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, and uh, in the course of this gambling game, I'd be uh, looking to inquire, and, and uh, especially with an opponent who would be getting maybe a little bit looser with the lips or into his cups, um, with all of the press ganging going on, and this being a sea dragon principality, how is it that this this tavern is known for other principalities coming in and press ganging out of the sea dragon's territory? Like, why isn't anything ever done by that by Rager? No, I mean it's in the slums. Nobody cares about the slums, anyways. You just go there and look at it. It's just. Uh, I mean, I. I I'd rather spend my time in Kaibu than live there. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, the principalities are always poking at each other in various different ways. And press gang certainly doesn't happen a lot or frequently. Um, it's all part of the politics that are played around in the principalities. Well, I see. And I, I, yeah. I guess I'm going to fold this hand and I'll, you know, I'll fold, I'll fold my, uh, pair of cowboys that I had to this fellow across the table from me, and he'll win the pot. Uh, but yes, let's continue. You're almost as bad as, uh, I mean, that, that dwarf you're talking about, who, who loses a lot. Hey, he's got a scar on his cheek. I, I just can't resist but running up the pot sometimes, but uh, it's always in that the late hour I have a change of heart. I mean, that, that, that dwarf you're asking about, just Got a little, little slight dragon tattoo above one of his eyebrows and a scar underneath his cheek. Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, uh yeah, unlucky fellow. Have, why have you seen him around? I mean, I've won numerous hands from him, actually. I, I've, I've heard tell he goes into the salty dog in the tavern occasionally. I've also, I don't go there, so I haven't played him there. But I've played him in the uh, bottomless mug. Why, thank you. Yeah, at least at least a little bit of this gambling was productive for me. Yeah, um, if you don't mind, uh, just don't mention that uh, to anybody that I was asking about him. I'll say after the game is is finished. He just kind of shrugs and 
count counts as coins that he's won from you. Trigger's gonna look at that those coins from the other side of, for far from the table. And probably later on some point he, he wants to like tumble slightly next to the guy and try to pickpocket him from that. <laughs> from Let's that go. Boat. What do you mean by tumble slightly? Uh, no, I mean just like the, the, the usual, like, just like shoulders, like shoulders to shoulders. Oh, sorry. Mind you. Um. Okay, give me a stealth check followed by a thievery check. All right. Stealth check. Would I be able That's... to support with uh, with the conversation that I'm having here? Uh... If I clock what uh, Truco is up to? Sure, but for this, make a new persuasion roll. Fair enough. <laughs> That's a four. I'll keep that. Good That's for a plus, plus one. one to your thievery roll there, Truco. That's a plus one. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the stealth roll was a nine. Uh, so plus one on the thievery roll, right? Just yep. that. Uh, plus one, thievery. Let's go. That's not the best roll. That's a four. Uh, is this a test? Like a test? Or is like contested roll? Or is it uh, yes, use a it will success? Be. It will be. Okay, so I will use a Benny with Elon. The edge that allows me to get a plus two if I use a Benny. And that is an eight. Very nice. With a plus one and a plus two. He is rolling. He gets a one on his roll. Um, so yeah, you you wake away. I mean, you bump up to him, kind of slip your hand in. Uh, you kind of come. You come out with a small little pouch with. Uh, yeah. Some I, had, coins. I act like drunkenly, like oh, how you doing? Just yeah, get out of my way. Just as as you walk away, also discover there's a couple cards, and as, as part of that, you kind of nabbed. Oh, okay. Joko, what were you doing? I was only fifty sovereigns. I lost. I mean, it was it wasn't really fair, wouldn't it? And I just just like sleight of hand these two cards, like these like aces, uh, just like showing me. Hey, look, look at he got there. That wasn't oh. really. Oh crud! Well, I would have lost that hand anyways. After Torlin would have walked away <laughs> from the table, right? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I've I've found out we should go and check out this bottomless bug place, and uh, we'll go and link back up with uh, Dana, wherever she said she would be found. Uh, Dana is networking her way back towards you. Kind of the idea is that I'm coming from the docks and uh, hitting people up for information as I go to uh, to meet with Torl and Truco in the tavern, and I'm specifically. Uh, asking people, what's the best way for someone to get an audience with Roger these days? To get what? An audience with Roger. Um, okay, give me a uh, persuasion check. And are you uh, are you using any money to grease palms with this? How much money I won by that? Well, the pickpocketing. Uh... <laughs> um. Since I just realized that you're going to be doing this, I, I have access <laughs> to some pickpocket tables that I'm going to set up. So I'll let you know next session what you're okay. getting. Okay, cool. 
Now I was just gonna say, well, Trucker's gonna say, oh, we can use this one, this this couple of coins that I have. Yeah, but you wouldn't be with her since she's networking on the way to kind of meet you. Guys. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, mm -hmm. it's not cute. She was meeting us there. Because we are talking about a series of several hours that you guys are going to be apart. Right. So, uh, assuming that those that those ten dragons are not in fact supposed to be in my inventory, Dana's. Well, getting pretty close to being broke. I'm gonna spend two Galifars, and that's that. Uh, those, those dragons are in your inventory, so they're. Yolo, let's spend uh, ten Galifars. This is important. Okay. Um. It's no time to be cheap. Okay. Uh, make a persuasion roll with a net minus one. Net minus one. Okay. Come on, big money. That's only a three. I'm going to start with my free reroll because Dana is charismatic. There's an ace on the wild die. It's a total of six. I would still, I'm going to fish for a raise with a Benny. Well, I'll fish for one more and that'll be that. Come on, snake eyes. You can do it. No, we're holding with a basic success. Come on, snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> rooting for the crit fail. Nice. Um, I know you are. Hey, you're the one that said, come on, snake eyes. Not me. I've learned to, I've learned to embrace the highs and the lows of okay. Savage Worlds. Um, so as you're kind of, you know, uh, talking to different people, you, you do kind of try and hit up a couple, uh, you know, guards in the city. Um, you know, a dock official as well as you're going around, uh, you know, a couple merchants and things like that. And um, you don't learn necessarily a, a lot that's really helpful in that regard. Uh, he is pretty busy. Uh, he does seem to be, uh, he does have a reputation for someone who's very interested in improving uh, the lot of Regalport um in the sea dragon principality in particular um so he's very busy with a lot of um uh activities that are going on in the city to try and uh better things better the relationships um you do uh here you go to the main uh like his it's not uh palace. it's uh he's got a large state inside the main capital that's his residence mm -hmm. you can go there and um uh, you could request an audience uh, to see him amongst the staff that are there. Um, is kind of what you gather from it. All right, I will. I will do that when the opportunity presents itself. But right now, I'm on my way back to uh, to meet up yeah. with Trollin Druco. Well, of course, I mean all that stuff. You guys were taking a, a couple hours, so it's um, much later in the evening. You know, uh, by the time you all meet up. Um, you know, well past nine o'clock, uh, coming towards the evening time. Is there anything more you wanted to try to do tonight or uh, continue all this moving into the next day? Nope. Did you, Toran, did you, do you find any information about this person? This bad luck guy? Well, it was a bit of a dead end on uh, information about the old uh, salty dog and baron. Seems like we just got led to a place where we were likely to get press ganged. But uh, as far as Hersham Lee and Lucky, seems like he's hanging around the bottomless mug now. All right. 
which yeah. seems to be a much more upstanding establishment. Or well, I'm sure the uh, the kindly card sharp opposing me would have told me otherwise. The card sharp did say that he's heard that Hersham also goes to the salty dog and the baron. He doesn't go there, so he hasn't met Hersham there. But he has met Hersham and beat Hersham at the bottomless mug. So it's kind Indeed. of like it's kind of like you heard that he's potentially at either location. Well, okay. I fancy going back to the scene of the crime. I think there are a few people who owe us. Uh, well, if they don't have any answers for us, we can at least make it known that. We're not the crew that you get away with trifling with that easily. We need to start thinking of our own reputation as much as we're looking for for others to join us. Reputation okay. is good, but it also draws attention and... Yes, that's the point. Right, What's uh, the thing about attention? Drawing attention is the point, Uncle. We, if we want to be players in this region if we want people to come to us to want to join us yeah we need a reputation my point is this the uh old rock face down south of here she's still roaming the areas and she clearly was able to at least send her lieutenants into this area is still much stronger than us so i i agree with you but it's a bit of a gamble it's She's all. all she's going to be she there until someone takes her down. <laughs> We're, we'll have that hanging over us as long as we stay in the principalities. We can't live in fear of her, Uncle. Right, you are. As a matter of fact, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> to leaving come fear what, of? No, come what may, let's do it. <laughs> and aside, aside which. We, I don't think at this point we could go unnoticed even if we wanted to. It's just the cautiousness of the old Torlin speaking up. You can ignore it. I mean, speaking of going unnoticed, I mean, one thing I was thinking is maybe I could... Maybe it's when, if we know where the Cloud Rivers gather around <clears> the city, <throat> maybe I could maybe sneak into their places and just hear about whatever they are talking about. Just, just to confirm or deny whatever we they already know about the mutiny well i did ask oh, around about that's... some smuggling activities i didn't i'm not sure i heard anything particular about cloud reavers uh they only I come mean, to these parts at certainly certain should times, have right yeah i mean they, i mean i guess they should have some i don't know common tavern they go to or some place where they i mean we we, we have enough right my friend, at, my friend at the dock, though, hasn't heard a peep about anyone talking about the mutiny or anything that's uh, befallen Mika Rockface since her raid on Regal Port that took us. So that's also what I'm saying. If that story's not here yet, let's be the ones to tell it and yeah. tell it the way we want it to be told. Yeah. We are in a, in a big city. Besides, I, I reach out, kind of get my arm around Torland's shoulders. We have the single best bard in Corvair to help us tell that story. Help, yes. It sounded like you wanted to uh, put some of that budding talent of yours to work there. I'm always apt to provide a musical accompaniment to his horse to make sure it goes over well. It always goes well. 
I'm not half the storyteller you are, Uncle, but if if that's what you fancy, I'll defer to your expertise on on how to tell a tale and spin one real good. But let's see what tomorrow holds to us. Let's see what uh, tomorrow holds for us. Just for clarity, yeah, because I think there's potential dual purposes here going on. Um, if you tell a tale for glory, you can't then tell it someplace else and get glory for it again. It's only a one time. You only get the glory for the story one time. Oh, I wasn't, yeah, I mean, I wasn't we, thinking about okay. the glory mechanic at all. I just wanted to be clear on that part. Now, telling it to instill, you know, fear, reputation, all that kind of stuff. Other, That's different reason. I just wanted to be clear that um, the, the glory points for a story only happen once. All right. Yeah, but... If you play your harp, Uncle, I will. And you want me to tell our story? I'll tell our story. I've got it right here. <laughs> are um, we? So you guys are heading to the salty dog and the Baron. Um, yes, that's what it sounds like. At so, nighttime. <clears throat> at nighttime. And you're doing this tonight, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we are on the way. Okay, cool. Yeah, just clear. It's a two, you know, it's a two-story half timber building. Um, you know, it's on Pier's End in a ward of brothels, inn and taverns. There's sailors of all kinds. It is in the slum district um, uh, of the city, which is uh, y'all can give me notice rolls. Sure. That is a ten. That's a two. Four. I'll keep it. That's a four for Dana. <laughs> Um, Dana, I mean, you definitely notice that, the, I mean, the district is, is dirty, uh, buildings are on pretty wide state, uh, widespread state of disrepair. Um, you know, a lot of salt damage from the air and everything like that. Uh, you know, not much effort has been made at cleanliness. Um, you know, and Truco, having lived in the, and run in the places that you've lived and run in, uh, you notice down a couple dark alleyways, you know, probably some untoward activities happening. Um, you know, some, you know, you probably catch sight of, you know, perhaps some drug deals going on, perhaps, you know, down one alleyway, you saw, you know, mugging and stuff like that. Uh, you've, you've moved your purse and stuff like that to a very forward, uh, protective location. Cause you could tell there's pickpockets on the streets. I mean, you're here. So, I mean, of course there's probably others working here. Um, and as you come up to it, you notice like, you know, just off to the side of the Salt Dog and Baron, there's a small shrine to the Devourer um, on one side of it. And on the other side of it, there's a there's a boarded up building uh, that has this sign hanging out front uh, that says Loose Nymph. And there's a nymph, nymph up on there uh, whose clothes hey. are like half off kind of thing. Hey, Toron, look at that. I will point, point out the, the Devourer shrine. We should, thank, we should thank him for the Norwal situation. Uh, what are we? Keep your voice down. That's nothing to be <laughs> thrown around and bandied about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who know, right? Um, and as you go in, you know, it's there's sawdust on the floor that's very wet by this time of night. Um, you know, there's quite a few patrons in here. <clears throat> it is not a licensed uh, House Galanda establishment, um, and it clearly shows for those of you that kind of understand that stuff. Uh, it's 
it sits well within the slums of Regal Park, right? It's not out of place whatsoever, uh, nor is the clientele. Um, give me a notice roll, Torlin. That's an 11, raise on the d6. Base on the d6. Uh, there is a dwarf sitting alone off to one table that's kind of almost got you back to him, but he's slightly off to the side. Um, and the light's kind of dim, uh, but of course your dark vision helps with that a bit. Um, and he's got his back to sure, us. But it certainly kind of, uh, he's this dwarf strikes you as familiar with his balding plate and, you know, long hair in the back. All right. And scraggly beard. Uh, I'll just, uh, Arship, is that you over there? I get a little excited, preemptively, perhaps. My head just there? snaps around to where Torlin's calling out to, <laughs> even though I have no idea what Hersham looks like. Yeah, he kind of turns and uh, his eyes take a moment to focus on you. And he just, he brings up the mug to his mouth and just takes another pull as he's waving you over. And it does look like Hersham. I'm Hersham, yeah. Unless he tells me not to. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, Torlin doesn't say anything. He just rushes over and <clears throat> gives the dwarf a, a cuff on the shoulder. Hersham yelled, ingrate. I've been looking for you all over. You know the amount of trouble I've run into? It's hard, hard, hard to be grateful when, you're, when the host is completely forsaking you. Oh, well, you got that right. But, but he sits up and he, he gives you a big, uh, he braces you in a big bear hug. Uh, but host, it's good to see you. These are my compatriots, uh, Truco, a shifter, as you can tell, and uh, Dana here of uh, of Seer. Hello, but nice to meet you. I hold out <clears throat> my hand and say, Captain Dana of the Crown of Bell, any friend of Torland's is a friend of mine. He shakes all of your hand. He goes, "Welcome. Sit down." I, I would offer some ale, but I don't have the funds to get y'all yeah. ale. Get him pickpocketed off of you. What are you doing hanging about in a place like this? I would have beat him. I would have. He was cheating. I could tell. And I make a signal for someone to bring around on me while uh, when Hershon says that he can't afford to to buy around. There's a. Uh, there's there's a, a very old white-haired dwarf that's kind of standing behind the counter. He sees your hand comes up, and he just he shrugs and just goes, "You want something? Come up." I'm coming, friend. I'll be right back, Torlin. I said about making making small talk with Hersham. So the old Coladrin family. Have you heard any anything <laughs> from them across the seas at all? Uh, how's How's the old uh, succession going? Improvements in your stature? When when is my lot ever improved? How long have you known me, Torlin? Uh, well, that's a question for the Sibis gnomes. 70 years, 80 years. I mean, you got in a, on the flute net and I didn't. And I mean, what am I supposed to do? Onatar, Alondra oh. oh, has just never been with me. Also, you live by your name then. It isn't, it isn't like a fancy title. 
It's the fanciest title that I have. At this point, I come back with the with four mugs on the table and say, I know a thing or two about Oladra forsaking you, but we can Four mugs, you're looking at about 15 copper. Yep. We might be able to help turn the tide. We turned our tide. Now, uh, you know, this is probably not a tale that Hersham likes to be recounted, but Torlin will recount it anyways, and then... Dana and Truco probably heard it, but he goes into detail about how Hersham is part of the succession of the Colcran family, but he's 30th in line to the lordship and just had a funny way of being placed in the wrong place at the wrong time throughout many of his adulthood years. Now. Well, no, it is an improvement then. Hey. You're coming along. Does that make Hersham a distant cousin? Uh, yes, by, by, in a certain manner of speaking. It's all the better, though, Hersham. I mean, the rest of that clan are a bunch of good-for-nothings, don't you know? Why do you think I'm here and I'm not there? I mean, as bad as my luck is, I can ride on the luck of others. They're certainly not the lucky ones. So why would I spend any time there? Well, I kind of, uh, give Torlin a a meaningful look with a bit of a whisper of, this guy knows Captain Arland? Uh, uh yeah, he, he, he was on, he was on the Futuante with me, Dana. Uh, Hersham. Uh, he, he would have heard you pipe up when about Captain Alexi. Or you said Captain Arland, right? Yeah, that's his surname, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, his ears kind of twitch a little bit. Why don't you tell us a story, Hersham? I mean, it's been such a long time since I've had one from you, and uh, well, it's a good long distance from Beeside to to here in Crystalport, where we were serving our sentences. What's happened to you, and since then, and the Fletcherwante as well? I've had only rumors. I mean, when the blast of morning happened, everybody was scattered to different winds. Worked on numerous crews and ships over the years. Half of them were attacked by some other principality. It's cause shocked that I'm still alive, honestly. <clears throat> uh, and he just kind of like dives into a bit of a tale of, uh, you know, having been on at least a dozen different ships over the last year, having sailed, um, you know, kind of all throughout, um, you know, kind of the southern uh, Corvera and Cabera, up along the Lazar, the Lazar mainland, up into Carnath, um, sailing various different ships, um, having been attacked a uh, number of times, um, only successfully avoiding getting pressed gang by the uh, dire sharks by uh, jumping overboard uh, and successfully uh, clubbing a shark before it ate him. Uh, so that was probably his most exciting tale, but he did lose two fingers in that uh, in that escape. Um, and his, you know, as kind of expected, he's down on his luck and his, you know, he's been in Regalport for a couple months working on the docks. Um, hasn't been able to get on a ship in quite a while. That's uh, quite a bit of bad luck. That was your writing hand, wasn't it? Have you been... How has your calligraphy practice been since then? I know it was dear to you. So practicing, but uh, now instead of uh, 
practice perfection of a skilled dwarf. Yeah. Some of it just looks like the writing of a school child, but it's improving. Well, I'm, I'm sure your your left hand will, will get to where it, your right hand once was. I mean, they say they can't teach ah, no left dwarf hand, I'm new still tricks, using my right. but, but I've never put much stock in that old beggar dane quote. So it's curious, you're not the uh, first ones asking about Captain Arlong. How are we? Dana's eyes narrow at that. Keep talking. There's somebody, somebody else who sought me out uh, <clears throat> about six, six, seven weeks ago, uh, looking for Captain Arlong. Looking for information about him. He's looking for him, something desperate. Uh, things he seemed to know far more than I did, so I wasn't much help to him. Tell me about him. What do you look like? What was he asking? Uh, he was asking for information. He seemed to uh, trying to be hunting, hunting him down. Okay. What do you look like, this guy? He's traveling. Oh, he's a uh, <clears throat> dandy little guy. I think he was, uh, he was searing even. Mustache, beard, human. I don't know. <laughs> Most of y'all, only difference I can tell between you two is men and women because you don't have facial hair. Where did you tell him Captain Arlen was? <laughs> What's that? Where did you tell him Captain Arlen was? That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know where Captain Arlen is. He was seeking more information. I seem to think that he kind of knew where Captain Arlen is or was getting close to him. Are you still in contact with this person? Did, uh, do you know if we can reach to him? I mean, from a felon's I may be unlucky, but I'm uh, I'm likable. And he gives a grin that's got a couple missing teeth, you know, in his mouth and whatnot. And it's just like, I'm friendly. I mean, I can ask around, see if he's still still around town. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I've left a lot of that behind, you know, didn't take much stock in a sailing with Captain Arlon. Oh. So he seemed far more interested in than I did. Oh, that's, that is great. So just to clarify, are you interested, so then and you interested in joining the crew? Is it something that, sorry, I don't, I don't know. Are we, are we talking about this? And I look at Dana. Uh, I, I hold up a hand and just say, you say you know people you can ask about this fella who's asking after Captain Arland? Yeah, see if he's still in town. I'll give you 15 Galifars to take care of that tonight and come back with useful information. His eyes kind of go big. I mean, I'll certainly take 15 Galifars. I can't necessarily guarantee that it come out tonight. It's, it's late bells. It is late bells. I'll give you half now and the rest in the morning. Find me before noon. I'll see what I can find out. Now, he kind of holds up a hand. He goes, there's 15 Galifars for me. It's for you. I mean, I, I may need a little funds to grease some people's palms. Oh, so your friends come at a price, huh? I grin a little. He looks at you and he goes, this is Regal Port. <laughs> and how much everybody's you... friends come at a price? And how much do, do your friends want? You don't have to worry about it. I'll I'll cover this if your your pride can bear it. Anyways, there, Hersham, and Torlin will slide across the table. Uh, ten Galifars. I make that stretch. I know who to. I think I know folks to talk to. Like I said, there's there's half for you now. The rest when you come back with information. And I would say try not to use that on gambling to get that information. I mean, giving your reputation and I mean unless my friend wait. here has a point he's direct well, a bit more direct than I am but he has a point 
you know, as you were speaking, Truco, he kind of like, you know, emptied his mug and set it down as he stood up as you say that. And he and he goes, but of course, and he gives you kind of a wink as he walks out. I know that wink. I Why do, that do I have a feeling that we just pissed away 18 Galifars? Well, well, I have some faith in the lad. He's been a staunch ally of myself for a long, long time. Now, every man has his vices, every dwarf as well, but they're only a slight hindrance in the grand scheme of things. I'll drink to that. Well, it is getting late. He is right about that. I think I mean, we should consider bringing him on as a as a crew member or as a as an officer. Trust wouldn't be in in question. And what's I'm his sure, special? Well, he is quite handy at maintaining the charts when he was my first mate. He could be quite a skilled navigator. And well, the two fingers are a shame. I'm not so sure he'd be quite uh, quite skilled in many other roles, but. He could certainly take a hand at the wheel. Coxwin, maybe. I'll have to think about it, Uncle. I I trust him if you trust him, but I also don't want to bring anyone on board who might encourage Fish Guts to um, take a few steps backwards. So let's... let's I'll, I'll think about it. It's going to be a little challenging to find sailors who don't gamble, you know. I'm not talking about the gambling. I'm afraid. I mean, if we are talking uh, about drinking, that's also the, quite, the quite oh, the drinking. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Also, if we are, if we are honest, I mean, fish guts wouldn't need another. Like, it, it wouldn't matter. I mean, he already is in a in the right path. I mean, yeah, I believe with some time um, and maybe throwing all the alcohol that is nearby the kitchen, but. Besides that, we can we can certainly keep him on track, right? I'll think about it. Okay. I mean, the night is young. We can keep. We can just. Uh, is gonna like. Night is young. Look, it's it's closing in like ten ten thirty. Ten thirty. Okay. Truk is gonna look uh, around the tavern, the place, and seeing if like if there's something of interest to him in the sense like I don't know people with interesting objects, people that seem to be uh, a little bit more fancier than the place. Uh, give me uh, a notice check. No, sure. Torland's gonna go get himself some rum. If it's gonna be limited to pour the crown and bell, better get going while the going's good. That's an 11. Sustain, sustain and build. It's an 11 on the notice check. Uh, there is... You're in the slums. There's nobody fancy here. If anything, you do see some people that might have money or whatnot, but you also can easily tell that this is a uh, this is a rough crowd. If you do get right. caught, there is uh, you probably stand at serious risk of bodily harm as a result he, of that. Yeah, Trooper already sees a lot of a lot of knives and and just cutlass on the waist of many people. And see, just, just green like, yeah, just uh, maybe, maybe not today or not here. Um, but yeah, on, sure. Let's, let's let's get a drink. Let's get a room in the better part of town before it gets too much later. Also, are you looking for uh, a room in town, or are you going to stay on the ship? I mean, 
if we are next to the ship, we'll probably prefer to stay on the ship. But yeah, well, we it. need to save the coin until we have uh, that that shipment from of textiles. The money from that. You're right, Torlin. Much as I'd love a uh, a proper room for the night, it'll, yeah, it's what's it's what's needed. So, cheers. And with Cheers. that, we will take our break for the evening. Welcome back. During the course of the next day, what what you guys' uh, general plan? What are you looking up for? What are you looking to do during the course of the day? So in the morning, first thing, Dana is going to go up to the manor house to uh, schedule an audience with Riger. Uh, then she will return to to the ship to wait <clears throat> to wait for news from Hersham since she asked him to come back with information for her. Uh, then she will go check the mail for herself and the ship in general, and then uh, do some do some shopping and link up with Truco and Torlin. What's Torlin doing? What's Truco doing? Uh, Torlin would be, uh, first of all, if any of these errands are taking anyone into the cedar parts of town, Torlin would sure be sure to be there as an accompaniment. Um, what about you, Truco? Do you have, uh, any plans for today? <laughs> I was, I was in the plan of, yeah, maybe searching for something of interest. I have, a, I have, if I'm honest, I have, I have a lot of money. Uh, that I want to spend. You I'm keep able. telling me that, Truka. What what is a thing of interest for you? Uh, you know, um, I, I I like the idea of you know I never had. Um, I'm not an arcane user. I have not. I I don't have any any of that capability. Never right. say never, and I point at my eye. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Uh, a lot of wow. things might happen for that to be an, a possibility, but yeah. I mean, in the meantime, I find myself losing a lot of knives, <laughs> just throwing <laughs> them at people, uh, given our current predicaments that uh, in the course of these weeks. So, I don't know, I was planning for something to remedy that. You do tend to throw your knives in situations they cannot be easily retrieved from, it's true. Yeah, yeah, given the last chase got me kind of like half my stock. So, yeah, uh, I, I want to, to buy something to get that fix. But yeah, besides that, I'm quite free. Well, I'll, I'll join you when you hit the shops. I just need to head up to the manor house first. All right. Um, and all of you can uh, give me a common knowledge roll. Common knowledge. I have a plus one. And uh, I have right, ace the six. Six and a three plus one is ten. D4 with an ace. And that's a six. Four for Dana. So Dana and Truco, uh, I mean, you, all three of you have been in the Lazar long enough that uh, you have heard rumors um, of the pirate exchange that, you know, uh, takes up almost a mile of the whole 
one side of the docks. It's all sorts of merchants. It's a multi-level Galleria, um, tents and stuff like that. Uh, it's got quite the reputation around the Lazar as places for lots of shopping and whatnot. Torlin, you have, in addition to that, you know about what you have heard is actually uh, the Pirate Exchange is really kind of known as a place where um, just about anything can be acquired. Um, uh, all sorts of uh, legal and illegal things are sold there. Um, and, you know, from everything, you know, it's the largest collection of vendors east of the Moorer Holds. Um, and they sell goods from across the continent as well as, you know, goods from even from Argonesse and in Sarlona. Um, so it's really chaotic and whatnot, but there is all sorts of stuff that could be bought there. Uh, so Truco and Torlin, you're mainly just looking to go shopping. Is that right? Um, yes. Yes. Then I company Dana whenever she has an Albion's. S certainly and Truco I would have to say um, it's been a week your poverty hindrance kicks in yeah I was I was thinking that as well uh, yeah. so, so uh, just a reminder I have these hindrances called poverty uh, which have is half is I don't know two and half my uh, whatever income I have and so you can feel free and paint the story of you know, yeah, all this, how you showed all this money. I, I was it's just uh, unawareness of something ha happens. I, I would go with, with one idea that I, I told you guys off, uh, off oh, the oh, podcast. Yeah. You, you can think about that a little bit more. We'll get back to you. Okay. 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 <clears throat> sure. So, uh, Dana, you, you head off into, uh, you know, across town, uh, Rhaegar's estate is, uh, you know, located more in the heart of town. It takes you, it takes you quite a while to get there. Um, it's a very nice estate walled out front. Um, uh, you know, but out front there is a building kind of like a, an administrative exchange out front that handles a lot of the governmental um, activities and things of that nature that you're kind of directed to. Uh, and... <clears throat> You're directed to uh, Dark on the Boat Right. Dark on the Boat Right. Mm -hmm. uh, she's, a, she's a fairly comely lass with a round face. <clears throat> um, dressed in standard Lazar sea attire. And she's just like, she just gives, you know, a long paw, long sigh. And she's just like, yeah, what are you, what are you looking for? Captain Daniel Lazani of the Crown and Bell. I'm looking for an audience with the High Prince. Who do you represent? I represent Seer. <laughs> there, there's no Seer. And yet here I am. I have some news for the <laughs> Prince regarding a raid conducted here under his nose by the Cloud Reavers, oh, seven weeks ago now. And I have a, uh, some news of Mika Rockface that he might be interested in, in the interest of keeping this port safe. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me get your, get your name down here. And she kind of whips open a logbook. Um, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Minus two. That's an ace on the D8, though it bounced off. 
So that's a seven. <clears throat> feeling lucky, so I'm going to take my free reroll. That's a five. I'm feeling lucky, and I'll spend one Benny because I really want to raise. There's an ace on the d8, an ace no, on the d6, ace on the d6. There are my two raises. That's a 12. Okay. Um, she's just like kind of, you know, shaking her head through on. She says, well, I'll get you in. Let's see what you can do. The prince will take a look at this. Where is it that you're staying? I'm staying on my ship, the Crown and Bell. It's in dock. You know, she takes down the, the birth number as well and stuff. <clears throat> We'll send a runner once we can establish a time, date and a time. Thank you. Yeah, and, and my apologies, ma'am, and laughing at your tragedy. How sincere does she seem about that? Uh, give me a notice roll. Uh, Dana's not the best with social cues. I'll hold three. Uh, she seems very sincere. I, I mean, as you, as you told the rest of the stuff, she seemed to kind of like, uh, you know, her chuckling and whatnot tempered down a bit and she got more serious and it seemed to be, you know, very genuine and heartfelt. Hmm. I nod and say, thank you kindly. Hope to hear from a runner soon. And I take my leave and I go to check the mail, not just for myself, but if anything's come up for anyone else who is on the crew. In uh, the mail going port to port. Okay. Um, sure. That'll, that'll, another stop and stuff like that, that'll certainly keep you away from the ship uh, for quite some time, both in travel time and whatever. Um, I remember you saying that you were trying to get back to the ship quickly for Hersham? Yeah, I want him to come by, by noon. Okay. Yeah, actually, you did say by noon. All right. That works. You can you can do that. And get back at noon. Um, most of you're going back to the post. There is a house of a station here as well, and everything. It's kind of um, more than anything. There's no mail there for anybody. Um, it's kind of about you're able to establish there uh, kind of like a crew list and manifest yeah. that mail could be accepted here for. Um, certainly at this point, nobody really has known who's on your ship. Yeah. Have mail delivered for you guys. Anyways. No, they no, they do not. But I'll, uh, you know, I'll I'll slip the clerk a letter for Captain Ertrun thanking him for uh, sharing what he learned. I know it was a long shot, but I, you know, no harm in asking. Hope we can sit down and talk in person soon. So, so yeah, just send off a letter and head back to the ship. Uh, Truco and Torlin, was there anything in particular you guys were shopping for or just heading out into the, the pirate exchange in general? It's well, as we're later. on the way down there, I, uh, I'm conversing with Truco a little bit and I'm recalling his uh, lamenting of his situation with his knives and I just comment to him, uh, you know, Truco, what about that uh, harpoon that you took out of our stores? It, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know, like, uh, I hadn't saw Hadn't you that. had your eye on it? I did have my eye on it, and I saw it. And I, last night, before we got to Regalport, I was, uh, was sat on the deck practicing uh, the use of it. 
uh, but it's quite heavy, I must say. Uh, and I'm not that much into, you know, being broad and, and just, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I like finesse, you know, and something that I can hide in my person. I would much rather have that than a large harpoon. I mean, no, obviously, don't take me wrong. It's a, it's a fine piece of work. It's the weapon uh, of a warrior, you know. It is. It is. And I It would be don't. quite formidable uh, in a ship-to-ship combat wielding that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good... Yeah, you know, it's a well, good use. Yeah. Just as a side note, because I don't think we've ever mentioned it, um, even more than that, uh, it can be used underwater with no penalties. And oh, it has a returning that. enchantment on it as well, so it can be thrown... Yeah, above, I know. Above, above that I water really or underwater and return to the center. Yeah, what I'm transmitting is I don't have the strength to use it. Certainly. Yeah, no, Trico so doesn't. The, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, harpoon, you know, it has... that With another advance, maybe. But right now, no. <laughs> it uh, It's a weapon that has a story that precedes us. I die. I, I just hate to see it rusting in the and a quartermaster's hold, you know. I mean, if you are you are interested in it, it's certainly a fine oh, weapon. No, no, I've got this cutlass. I am carrying forward the tail of this cutlass. Yeah, I might. I probably. I mean, I really. It's a really nice harpoon. I. I might. You. You. You dwarves are quite. Like, I don't want to. Like, you are quite chunky. Just this, no, no, just I didn't want to say that. That's that come up wrong. You, you have like strength, right? Do you guys do you like do some kind of workout or something like to, to keep that? Kind of like, well, there physic- is a natural uh physicality that uh, they say even dwarves are born with it, they're born crushing rocks with their bare hands, but uh, yeah, I'd have it. I, I, yeah, probably mine will break in a million pieces if I try but I might have to start to uh, maybe find a find a way to get more capable of uh, handling big handling things in combat in that sense at least because I mean I wasn't my whole life I was more of the stealth kind of thing I wasn't that much into the naval combat or the being out there in the open so I might want to start thinking on that I'll have to say I would be quite pleased to see you using that weapon in the the future it's uh, that Grindylou we took it off of at Bonewreck Isle you know she wasn't the first wielder of the thing there was a uh, there was one of those fish folk I've seen it that weapon came from an armory some sort of gladiatorial arena surrounded with kelp and coral and kabumba weed and in uh, the traveler gifted me a uh, a vision of this this brine queen that we defeated swimming away from this arena with this stolen weapon you've heard the folk tales of these fish folk i think you told them one or twice but i i i believe i was a bit drunk whatever you did so uh, that's that's quite a neat story. Certainly, bumps up the price if I want to sell it later. But it just 
Don't take my word for it. Uh, so, yeah, I want, yeah. It's, this has a lot of history then. Be and ashamed just... to sell such thing. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I was joking. I was joking. I was joking. Let's just look at the harpoon they have. All right, well, let's go and find some 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 of those daggers. I hope you've got a better an eye for it than I do. Yeah, at least, at least doesn't, some of the. Ask me. Yeah, yeah, at least some of the common ones. Uh, maybe not so fancy on the arcane capabilities of those. But yeah, what you are looking for, Torman, in this? Oh, I'm uh, just along for the ride. Oh, excellent. And I have some questions about the traveler now that you mention it, and I start like ask, being a bit more curious about his the history of the traveler and 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 a bit like kind of curiosities of his life and or or whatever Torland brings to Truco's knowledge. Um, yeah. So through the uh, as you guys find yourself in the pirate exchange, I mean it is just a chaotic booming riot of sights sounds and smells uh packed with a bunch of people uh multi-leveled gallerias um you know there's all sorts of people you know wizened uh gnomes thrusting a muzzled lizard up into your face trying to sell it to you and uh, you know you see uh a very kind of like extravagant almost otherly world looking uh group of humans selling uh, some strange spices, dressed in some garb you've never really seen before. Um, That's you know, interesting. Just all sorts of stuff as you guys are wandering around and whatnot. Um, but you, <clears throat> after spending some time there, you guys do notice the hour and um, needing to get back to the ship to meet uh, Hersham and Dana, because I believe that's what right. you... Uh, yeah, I would say before that, I'm, I'm playing it through my hindrance uh sure. or probably around the the place uh there will be like yeah people shouting and trying to sell things right um and there will be like this uh this one uh i would say yeah this one's halfling right and he's like quite quite eager to sell uh where is he selling and he's you there you shifter it is he's like uh, talks to Trugo and Trugo is quite interesting to the, the, the thing that he's speaking there's this, and he starts speaking about this is the revolutionary um, piece of arcane uh, that is is gonna change the world as we know it and this there is this magical achievement that we achieved after the war of just uh, the arcane of shipping value right and we don't need even to transport things we can do it in magical this arcane imbued boxes boxes that are connected with some kind of change like a block and chains with it right and then you have you move them around and then this whole a lot of places together and you can decentralize the transport of value and this kind of like blocks with change and i'm thinking of a name that it's like really revolutionary stuff i would call it like box bracelets right something like that and this this is an amazing thing you need to you need to uh you need to be one of the first to invest in this and 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 Truk is like quite fascinated with the idea he's like oh yeah yeah i think i should yeah that's i mean whenever this stuff goes up i mean i will i will 
get a lot of money back, you know? And then he's like, and and then he just he gets embellished and are just like uh, in this idea, and he gives uh, half his money to this halfling, which he will never see again. He will never meet with this guy uh, in a million years. Now, when giving up half your money, yeah, include some of those gems and object arts that you have. Oh, oh, I was because that's inclusive of your money. Life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have one hematite. I want. <clears throat> I have two hematites. Yeah. I want two agates. Agates. I'll, I'll let you figure that all out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would just have everything. So uh, around noontime, all of you, all three of you, find yourself back on the ship. Um, you know, a couple of the crews still there because there's always a, a guard on the ship uh, of uh, what about four sailors, um, at least at any one time, and. Um, you know, they're all there, and uh, as you as you're coming up to the dock, you actually see um, Hersham's at the end of the pier, kind of uh, waiting on one of the barrels for you to come up. He doesn't look so blurry-eyed tonight. He looks a bit sharper focused. Ah, Hersham, you seem to have found our ship. You have news for us? <clears throat> yes, I do. <clears throat> Seems uh, he's still in port. Who's still in port? Captain Arland? No, no, the, the guy looking for him goes goes by the name Yellow Dart. Okay. Yellow Dart, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. All right, where can Sorry. we find him? Half the people here have nicknames that... Jared Dwarf, you didn't get to tell? I was running short on time, you know, you didn't... Leave me a great deal of time to find all the exact information. But he goes, oh, well, here's your change. He actually, like, reaches in and throws you a pouch that has uh, three Galifors and seven Sovereigns in it. Effective and efficient. I I give him the, uh, the half that I promised and say, so where can we find this um, yellow dart? Well, that's uh, the interesting thing. Uh what's interesting it, it's a port people are here unless they've left oh but this is the lazar not as everybody's here of their own accord well he is indentured he is indentured yes he is uh, in the service of uh i prince Rager. is he now do you know how much longer he has on his um servitude to pay off imagine like most a uh, couple years well, this... Thank, thank you, yeah, I imagine this was a recent thing, because when he met me uh, about two months ago, he was not indentured. See, so we would need to find him at the estate. Oh, no, he, he travels about. Uh, you know, I heard word from a couple of people that I know he's actually doing some shopping in the Pirate Exchange today. Right. And I don't suppose the yellow dart wears some kind of easily visible garish yellow coat? Oddly, he doesn't wear any yellow. I, mean, I have no idea where that comes from. Uh, does have oh, a- I, I heard sillier nicknames in the army than that. <laughs> ah, I know. He must use some sort of poison from a yellow dart frog. Well, thank you. Thank you, he's got, uh, he's got long hair. Uh, tends to wear a... What's their name? Their sailor's long... He wears a long coat. Um, uh, 
seems to wear these black leather gloves, cut in the Siren style. He's got some well manicured beard and mustache. I think he's he's currently. Last I heard, he's currently on the uh, West End. He's dealing with some arcane vendors. Hmm. What I hear, he seems to have uh, some skill repairing stuff. Thank you, Hersham. Sincerely, um, if I I believe in paying people what they're owed, and I also believe that if someone uh, if someone does you a good turn, that makes them someone uh, you can do a good turn for in the future. So if you run into trouble, you know where to find us. Certainly, thank you. Gonna yeah. Uh... He kind of turns and looks looks to you, Torlin, and he's uh, tired of working on the docks. You got any room on your crew? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, we do, but uh, it's not uh, part of my position as first mate making those decisions. What kind of work are you looking for? Work on a ship, and that's not on a dock. I spent that far does- too much time here in Regalport. That doesn't narrow it down. What are you looking for? Rigor, swab? Done it all. What do you What do you need hands with? Happy to work in the rigging. Even with those two missing fingers. I'm not a cripple. Just I'm gonna call out, out of. I'm gonna call out out of character that historically speaking, most sailors are missing at least part of their hands. So this would not be some kind of like excessively uh, unusual thing. Uh, for a rigger to, to be missing a couple of fingers. Right. But I say, um, well, if that suits my, my bows in here and I nod my head at Truco, you're welcome aboard under one condition. That being? That being, it's a ship. There'll be, there'll be rum rations like on every other ship, but you stay moderate with it, you understand? He just looks and goes, what makes you think there's a problem? The fact that you're not the first one I've known. First sailor you've known? <clears throat> he kind of no. looks. He kind of looks over at you, Torlin, and he goes, "Oh, wait, just a moment. What are you implying?" Have you become a bit lost in your cups, dear cousin? Torlin hardly drinks at all. But he just kind of like he's at this point. He's just kind of like looking a little confused, backward between you and and Torlin, and he goes. All right, rum rations. Sorry. No, no issues with me. There, there's no dance around it, Hersham. If you're, if you're planning on drinking to excess, you can't come on the crew. And if you do, I'm going to put you off. You understand? No issues here. Just Aren't because you gonna... found me drunk in a tavern doesn't mean I'm drunk every day. And besides, I'm a dwarf. We don't get drunk. No, of course not. Only on certain nights of the week, I'm sure. All right, Hersham. Check in with the uh, check in with you now to get yourself a berth. I'll put you in the logs. I mean, I've heard the part of the part exchange the spell is at. I could take you to him. Lead the way. I'll lean over to Dana. I will say this: Hersham was always a very good listener when he was drunk to me. <laughs> he was a very good listener when when he was talking to you. Is that what you said? Oh, never mind, goddaughter. No, it's no. What are, what are you implying, Uncle? I never explain my jokes. <laughs> I see. All right, take us to the pirate exchange. And I'm totally betting for that. Um, 
So yeah, so you guys are following uh, uh, Hersham through Pi Exchange. Again, this is just, uh, <clears throat> it's just very, lots of people here, very chaotic, very booming. Um, the noises, the colors, the smells and stuff like that are all pretty overwhelming. There's, you know, um, stalls that are set up uh, well conditioned, some that are just, you know, uh, pitched at a moment's notice, uh, a variety of colors. There's, um, you know, at one point you're pushed out of the way by a plump merchant that's just kind of like plowing through the crowd, not caring who about anybody else, followed by a couple guards. Um, uh, and you, you see all sorts of stuff possible. Um, I think, uh, I mean, given what you've all kind of said, probably you haven't seen anything like this Truco since Metro. Um, you know, Dana's probably seen some stuff like this when she was in Sharn. Um, you know, different, but certainly this many people on this, the bizarre Sharn. Um, Dana's been back and forth in Regalport. Yeah. Um, yeah, Truco would probably say. Like, oh. I mean, pro- I mean, prior to the events of the campaign, Regalport's not a new place for her. Yeah, right. Just trying to get a sense, of, yeah, yeah. a sense of the the pirate exchange. Truco uh, would comment like, "Oh, this is familiar." But though I, I remember being much, or everyone else being taller, uh, while I was going through this amount of crowd, uh, makes it easy to take things. But yeah. Everyone, uh, give me a notice roll. So that was. That is a almost a snake eye. That's a two. Uh, Six for Torlin. Uh, let's use a Benny. Why not? That's not yes. much better, but that's a five. Nate is going to fish for a raise or at least a success. There's an ace on the wild tie. There's my raise. That's an eight. Uh, Hersham got an 11. Um, So you do see, uh, I mean, it takes you a while to kind of get through the crowd. It's not a place that you move through fast. Um, Look for Then you definitely come to a section that's uh, dealing in uh, stuff that you guys aren't, you've seen, you know, you've seen things like this in the war. Uh, Dana and Torlin, uh, Truco, you've certainly seen some of this stuff as part of Metro and whatnot, but this stuff of definitely more arcane nature, various regions and dungeons and um, all sorts of different uh, components and, and things like that. So it tends to be a much more uh, extravagant and exotic section of the pirate exchange that's here. Um, you can definitely tell that there's a number of wizards and sorcerers and uh, artificers and spellcasters and stuff like that, kind of searching for various different objects and haggling and hawking various different wares. Um, Not a ton of it. Most of you are very familiar with or anything like that, but you guys get the basic idea of it and sense of it and whatnot. Uh, And working through the crowd a little bit, there is, uh, you know, um, between all of you, you're mostly kind of, you stay focused on looking for the man that Hersham kind of described. Um, and Hersham does kind of uh, point him out a bit first. It's, it's a guy with, he's fairly tall, so he kind of sticks above much of the crowd. Uh, he seems to be working with some sort of, uh, you know, guy with uh, some various different mechanical objects and things like that, uh, doing some trade or whatnot. Um, and 
So you're able to find them. So notice check was to kind of give me a sense of how long it took you guys to find who you're looking for. And so you guys only spend probably uh, about an hour and a half walking through and fiddling through the fire exchange before you find them. Um, and Harrison kind of points it out and goes, I, I believe that's the one. You believe or you know? Oh, I mean, until we go up and see if the answers to the yellow dart, I'm not sh- I don't know if we're going to be exactly sure, so... I yeah. Well, from the description I'm I have, walk, that's the man. Gonna walk right up uh, beside where this fellow's at table and stand there until he's done uh, speaking with the vendor. Um, okay, he, he kind of <laughs> as he's like dealing with the vendor and stuff like that. He um, he seems to turn, just assuming that you're another clientele here looking at the wares for the vendor. As he like grabs the last stuff and he kind of turns around to leave, um, you know, and as he, as he turns to kind of walk past you, you see uh, on his left cheek, there's a fairly prominent tattoo of uh, an anchor and a trident. Hey, wait up. Who's asking? Captain Dana of the Crown and Bell, are you the uh, yellow dart? Ugh. Yeah, what now? Been looking for you. What, what do you actually like to be called? K. I go by K, right? All right, K. I'm Captain Dana. I have some business with your boss, and I've heard you've been asking around about Captain Alexi Arland, which means we have a few interests in common. Well, I haven't been asking recently, and you'll have to excuse me. Do you mind if we walk and talk? Because I have a few other things to pick up before I have to get back. Not at all. Trucker's like in this conversation nearby looking at the tattoo that he has was like was like just checking checking him out like uh you know give me a common knowledge roll all right i think uh torlin would be doing the same since he's talking about his old captain arland torlin can give me a common knowledge roll that is a 10 with uh benny uh it's a three i'll also any it is it supportive to darlin that's an eight raised d6 uh both of you have seen these around uh the lazar in various forms and you both got raises on this one so you can kind of tell um you can tell in particular torlin that the mark has a particular quality to it that makes you uh believe that it's a, a house civis mark uh and it's a mark of somebody who's indentured and uh, people who have that tattoo marked that way are uh, indentured uh, within the Lazar. Um, Kay, Kay really, looks is, at both of them. Kay looks at both of them who are kind of like eyeing the mark. Obviously, they have raises of the Like, this doesn't mean I'm property, you know? And uh, you, UK would also see that Dana has a very different tattoo on her face, a mark of the sentinel over her left eye. And... I I just say, no, no one ever ought to be. Look, like mm-hmm. I said, I think we have a few more than a few things in common by the sounds of it. One, I'm looking for Alexei Arland. Two, I've got business with Roger. Three, my rigor here says that you're from Seer. Yep, yep. He starts heading towards one of the stalls, looking uh, at some of the wares. Yeah, I am. I'm from I'm Seer. From I'm from the um, north. I'm not looking for Arlen. I'm looking to meet up with Arlen. What's it to you? 
What's it to you is, well, I'm looking for Arland to... No, I'll take three of those over there. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for Arland to come serve board my ship. You, you want Captain Arland to captain your ship? No, I'm the captain of the ship. He stops and turns to like the three of you. He's like, maybe I'm a little bit confused here. You're looking for Captain Arland to serve on your ship, not as a captain. Sorry, I mean, that, I think we, we haven't, Dana. I think we haven't presented ourselves yet in this in, in a proper manner. Uh, hello there. Uh, my name is Truco. Nice to meet you. Um, the, I think we are all here with the same question in mind, right? Do you have something yellow in yourself? Just, just, yellow? just asking. <laughs> yeah. True, because I was I was expecting that your tattoo will be like yellow or something will be yellow. I, I'm I'm right? waving I'm like full on waving my hand <laughs> like no, what no. what I was just just like um, okay. True I'm touring. I ran away once. Okay, I ran away once. I ran kind away kind of stuff once sticks too. with you. I ran away a couple of times. That was under slightly different circumstances. Like I said, I think you and I have a few things in common. Look, At bottom least they line, don't call you yellow after you ran. They, I don't actually know what they called me because before I could go back, it was all gone. Oh. I, uh, yeah. Anyways, like I said, I'm looking for Alexa Ireland. Um. It's important to my uncle here that we find him. I just Torlin. And I'm also looking for an audience with Roger because I have business for him. And he's well, your uncle? With him. He's my uncle, yes. No relation. Oh, of course not. <laughs> would assume. The, so. Well, no, I, I, I still need to pick up a few pieces here and get these back. Um, the rusty anchor in about two hours so you want to know about arland that's nice it's the only piece of information that i have is of interest to you however if you're saying you have an audience with riger well then now i'm interested because i have something that you want and you have something that i want i've always believed isn't that how exchanges works isn't that a curious thing? I've always believed in trading in favors. What do you want, Kay? Uh, I want to lose this. And How much? I need passage to meet Captain Arlen. How much do you have left that you're being charged? In time? For stuff that I didn't do? In my opinion, zero. But that's not up to me. Don't be coy, friend. How much? How much does Roger think you owe him? I still owe him another two and a half years. Years rather than coin. Look, I don't make these deals. This whole place is backwards. Sounds to me like this Roger fellow just deals in another type of press ganging. This man's working here for two years. (laughs) How did you come uh, into this arrangement, quote unquote? He's just the sap. I mean, he bought my contract. Who'd he buy my, from? My in yeah, another good-for-nothing captain. Up. By the name of Ethel Larouge. Do you know her? Do I know? Do you her? know the? Yeah. Do you know her ship? Because that's that's number two on my list of priorities. Well, probably number three. This being number one. 
Do you Arlen being number well, two. Well, K with uh, with or without a surname, K of Seer. I might Zamorano. Be Zamorano. You, you could be one of my long-lost cousins from the South with a name like that. Listen, I think that we might be able to help you more than more than you could have imagined because you want to buy off your contract with Roger, as it were, if one can even call it that. I have someone I can trade for you. I am happy if that's the case. Like I said, I've got an audience with Roger and he and I will talk. But I, mean, I will warn you. I, I'd rather a little bit more than talk, right? Exchange of, of, of goods, knowledge, yeah. important, right? Like I said, I have to meet up with Arland. It's not like, I mean, I'm on a tight schedule to to to, to make that connection. I you, understand. Uh, do you have any plans for that right now, or you are depending? I mean, I I, I mean, I'm trying to to get to that point. I just. I have a little few hazards I need to... Logistical issues, you know? I understand, Movement but problems. unless he's unless he's coming here to Regalport, that means you have to go find them, and that means before you can go find him, I need to speak with Roger or Weinart. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you. I agree. I, I'm very happy you're trying to help me. You helping me helps me help you, which in turn helps me. Darlin will lean over to Dana. Darlin will lean over to Dana. A trade? You're not, you're not planning on getting rid of that half elf Shashtroon, are you? I didn't realize he was grading on you that much. What? What? What are you talking about? He's, he's one of the best runners I've ever had. Then who else? Our guest, Torlin, the one we were oh, bringing oh. to Roger in the first place. You mean to give him? Uh... I see. I mean to. I'm. I'm like. I'm very deliberately trying to get Torlin to not say her name. (laughs) Um, I see he's very deliberately ignoring me. (laughs) I never know if that's Torlin vexing me or Michael vexing me. (laughs) But you're terribly vexed, huh? (laughs) I'm terribly. I'm terribly vexed. Terribly. Never terribly vexed. Uh, If you don't mind, uh, Kai. uh, K. K. You say that Ireland is still going around as a captain, but the rumor is, is that the Fletcherwante was broken apart, like many other ships of the Fifth Fleet down in Kraken's Bay. Do you, do you have information as otherwise? Well, that's what I'm trying to barter. Yes. Man is still a captain. Which oh. is, which I, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you assume, but you know, looking like a guy who maybe walks into more than her fair share of buckets, you know, he has another ship. Besides the Flatuente, you mean? Must be a Lazarite saying, I don't get it. Means when you walk on a boat, you're not paying attention. Put your foot in a bucket a lot. Uncle, he's saying that Captain Arland is not only um, in the region, but that he has his own captaincy, which means the odds of him wanting to be my first mate are unfortunately slim. Oh, 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 he's got a captaincy and a mission. He has a captaincy and a mission. The blood sickens. We should find out what this mission is. I think some Dana, people here. No, <laughs> I, I believe Kay knows uncle, but like, like 
he said, and like you well know, no information in this region comes for free. Well, this might not be brilliant, but things still need to get exchanged. Things need to get right. exchanged. And I always believe in fair trades. And sorry, I'm a little bit slow on things, but are you in this uh, bond, this contract that you have, right? Is there a... You don't have any way of breaking it besides convincing Rager. Rager. You're asking me... Yeah. Okay. If I have any way of breaking my magical indentured servitude... Yes. ...towards the high prince of the Lazar principalities. Yes. I was asking that. Isn't that... No. No? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. If I had, I mean, I'm working myself off right now. Why do you think I'm collecting these pieces? Do you think I'm out here for fun? No, I have to go back to to the stupid anchor there, and I have to go fix stuff. That's what I'm doing. All right. Yeah, I mean, I see. I can tell. <clears throat> I, I apologize. I'm a little grumpier than I am normally. Something no, I mean, I I understand. I have, to pick it up, I have to fix it, and yeah, you guys, you guys are unfortunately unfortunately are driving my hope upwards there's a light at the end of the tunnel i know it's there it might be you but if i put my my faith in you and i get shafted again let's say it's gonna hurt more this time i've already put my trust and my faith in the wrong people ever since i've stepped foot in this in, in the lazar principalities right i don't know if i am putting my boot in my mouth again, even by mentioning any of this to you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's a fair thing to say. I have, yeah, I mean, even more so someone that is being strived from his freedom, right? I, I, and I totally understand you. And yeah, uh, my apologies, I didn't, I didn't know. But we are certainly people that are willing to, at least I am. I hate when people don't have the freedom of choice to do whatever they want and seeing you in this situation definitely makes me want to definitely help you in a more eager manner you know well i hope i hope you're not too upset about it because from what i understand you want to trade me for someone else so hopefully you don't have the same feeling of freedom for that other person because i'm willing to trade well okay oh <laughs> the trucker's now realizing the, the, the whole thing <laughs> hey i've been accused of giving people unreasonable hope on more than one occasion. I promised these men and many others on, and most of my crew that I would get them free from their slavery. A lot of them laughed in my face. And yet here we are, all free with our own ship. Uh, I will, I've promised to, to help you uh-huh. and, I will, and I will help you. Look, I might not be known for much in this region yet, but on on my ship with my crew, I'm known as a captain who keeps her word. I don't know you at all. In fact, I don't know most of this. I know. Place I know you. very much. Well, but I'll tell you what. I'm supposed to meet Prince Rhaegar, like I said, two hours with this stuff. I'm supposed to go back. And I'm supposed to try to help fix that stupid rigging on that very shiny boat. Not the rigging itself, but like there's a whole contraption. It doesn't matter. It's supposed to help. So if you guys have an audience with him before that, and you manage to get me out of this, that'd be great. 
I'm and waiting on the courier. I mean, why wait on the courier? I, I He's going to be at the Rusty Anchor in two hours. Roger will. Yeah, I'm meeting him there. Oh, that's an opportunity. Oh. Don't you All think right, so, Jay. Dana? Introduce us. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What'd sure. you say? I'll I'll introduce you. That's. I mean, if we are, if we have, I mean, n- not necessarily like an introduction of oh, but maybe just like we have a price, we have something to, something of value to give. So maybe if you can convey that in a way. I mean, he's a, it, he's a it's pretty... a figure of speech at just okay. point us in the right direction. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Figures of speeches, I get. I'll point him out to you, and I'll walk over to him, and we're gonna have our discussion. But yeah, I, I'm I'm not a bell crier, nor nor would your association to me have any meaning whatsoever, or weigh positively in you in any way, shape, or form. Right, but we are at least know he will be around here. He will be at the rusty anchor in two in, hours. In two hours, so that's valuable information right there. So, so Captain Dana. Mr. Trucko. Yes. Trucko. And, and, and the uncle? Torland, yeah. Torland. Uncle Torland. And your boat? Your ship. The Crown and Bell. Boat is the Crown and Bell. Oh. Fine ship. She's a beauty. Is that name ironic? As, as I said, with a name like Zamorano, you could be one of my southern cousins. Uh, I grew up along a ways north of uh, of Dolan on the river along the Brelish border. My my birth name was Moreno, the, oh. the northern more or less equivalent. He takes a step back and looks at you and he's like, <laughs> I guess you've adapted to the principalities. I I, I, I don't see any flares, what I'm implying. You don't see any flares? Flare. Yeah, like oh. serum, serum flare, you mean? Like- oh. I I laugh and say I've adapted to being poor. My fortune's changed recently. Yeah, Dana Dana doesn't dress in any sort of typical serum attire, right? She doesn't dress ostentatiously, though at the same time Not not ostentatious. Yeah. Not necessarily ostentatious. I mean, just like in general, in garb that would be known as here in garb. Um, yeah. So, yeah. like in in general, she has been wearing, you know, going through that thing of <clears throat> yet well tailored, well made stuff that is simple. So, you know, she has her shirt, she has her vest with that damask print on it that's well tailored. You know, gr- it's green like the Syrian flag. It's got brass buttons like the Syrian, you know, to emulate the green and gold. So she does. And, you know, she also has a Tago knife on her belt that's exposed. She doesn't try to hide it. Garland's probably the most yeah. garishly dressed here. He's got like a, a sort of a gambeson with some deep purple lining on it, a trim. Yeah. Well, I, I think part of what yeah. Kay was asking about was Siren uh, flare. Siren ornaments. Is that so, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, correct? So Dana wears yeah. a very well tailored green and gold vest and has a Tago knife on her belt. And it's a. The it's accent. a and, and the accent, the northern accent. And it's also a very ornate Tago knife that doesn't quite match uh, someone who grew up in the sticks. Okay. Drew goes to Canvas. Nah, he, he, he's just. Uh, whatever whatever you might think 
a rat that an, an urchin will grow up as, like, in terms of clothing. I don't know. Devilishly handsome. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Dressed like Aladdin. Um, kind of, kind of. <laughs> you're, you're, chested you're, with you're, the vest. You're going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, more like more reddish, reddish, reds, sorry, and 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 browns. But yeah. yeah. So case case more uh, more of it, everything is subdued. Um, the only thing that's clearly searing on him is the gloves, like very much in that in that steering style of like uh, very thin, uh, fine leather gloves. Uh, very well uh, maintained and manicured, and they have that kind of like searing flair to them. Otherwise, the rest of him, um, very utilitarian. Like, a lot of leathers, a lot of like stuff that could probably take, sustain the elements. And uh, the other thing that's awkward about him, it looks like at one point in time, he probably had a really well manicured Syrian like facial hair in that sense, but he hasn't seen a a razor in a little bit of time so it's kind of like grown like kind of like your grass which you haven't mowed in a while it kind of like props crops up in all kinds of different directions that it's not supposed to like i like i said case amarano i'm from the north though uh yep. i go by captain dana Irlazani these days Irlazani. nope I'm right um no reason why it would <clears throat> So are you three planning on meeting at the Rusty Anchor? You're not going to hang out with Kay any further? Uh, Kay is taking us to the Rusty Anchor, is he not? Well, I'll be there in two hours. I still have stuff to pick up. You can come shopping yeah. with me if you want. Yeah, not just asking about that. Uh, so um, you guys know where I'm going to be. I can meet you there. Unless you're stopping right. by the, uh, the armory, I don't think that Truco and I have... Uh, yeah, what a we're trying to find some some pieces of of yeah armories. Maybe maybe something something around the armory if you are going there. But you know what are you building? What are you doing with these pieces of things? This is like just to repair. Seems quite uh, well made. It's not. It's not really a repair. It's more of an augment, I guess. Oh, I see. Have you, you mentioned ever, like, yeah? Have you ever heard of uh, polyphonic cognitive separation of wine? Truco is definitely like just like deception. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, of course. <laughs> okay. Well, we're using. I'm trying Who to wouldn't? build. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it's very interesting because I can intricately tie some of the rigging into other rigging, so like that. Uh, even though you replace parts of it, instead of having to tie it with knots, you can intricately oh. reweave the the actual uh, the actual cables together. That's that's, that's <laughs> cool. I didn't understand half of it, but just just understand Brilliant. like one one rig to another rig. That's that's the, the whole thing that I got, and it sounds yeah. So we'll let that conversation go as yes. as uh, Kay kind of uh, tries to extract himself to finish his shopping and. and finishes work and his duty. Um, I'll say since you both Truco and since both Truco and Torlin got a raise on that common knowledge check, uh, you would also know um, uh, being indentured is not uncommon in the Lazar. Uh, different principalities kind of handle it differently. Um, 
Prince Rhaegar is kind of instituted using House Civis to mark uh, people. And uh, you you have known and heard because it's, it's become very socially well known that somebody who's indentured escapes, the mark can be tracked. And if they're reapprehended, they're flogged. Anybody who assists somebody in escaping indentured is put to death. So the penalty for those that help people try to escape indentured in different ways is much more severe than the, the servants themselves. And we will end the session on that note. I've been, uh, uh, we're Ernesto playing here, Truco. Uh, thanks for listening. Torlin, and thank you. Ali as Captain Dana. And that's Jaime as K. Zamorano. First time. Thank you for joining. Hey! Welcome, thank you. And I am your Dungeon Master, Philip. Thank you, everybody, for listening to tonight's session. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you come back next week as this progresses here in Regalport. <laughs> um, that ominous undertone for all of yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody, and good night. I like the poisonous frog idea. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yellow Dark.